far, I, and I lo- far and few between. That's what I mean by that. Arguable, people might get upset, but American Deli has one of the best, like, wings. <laughs> and I miss it. It's not over here. We don't have it here. That's so... That I know of. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. <laughs> I mean, I live in the Southwest. That's what's wrong. It gets is up to 120 is- degrees and there's no air conditioning. Everything is wrong. We need more wing American delis. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Bigger Tube and K-pop Tunes. We were discussing that if we ever get famous, you guys, we and we get to interview K-pop groups, we're gonna have them test like food. We're gonna buy fried chicken for them, and we're gonna have them test. And then we went on to the topic of like hot wings. So get us popular. So they're gonna tell us which which chicken place is the best chicken place. And who's going to come out on top? Who knows? Who knows? I have my bets. <laughs> we both have our bets. We've discussed this many times oh, before. Did I say Wingstop? Yeah. You said okay. <sighs> All right. <laughs> You're like, <"Phew."> um, <laughs> But that is not what we're here to discuss it's today. <laughs> we are actually here to discuss EXO! we have a new segment we're gonna start doing monthly throwbacks basically a then versus now just encompassing everything from what we felt to what we think about the group to their music to who knows what because it's a new segment so we don't actually know what we're doing i think but i think we we can figure it out i think we'll figure it out i think we'll do it and then we'll be like you know this is what we can do next time. But we don't have like a formula or like an outline. I, I, the only formula I have is I think where we should start is obviously the the, the debut music video and how that yeah. made you feel then compared. Let's talk about then. then and then we'll now. talk about now. Now. How okay, it makes well, you feel. I now. wrote, I was so excited because it's Exo. <laughs> it's Exo. They just, they just had a comeback. I was like so hype. And so I wrote down all of my favorite songs. Every That's song how- they ever released. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how excited I was. I was like, I'm going to write down my favorite songs. I even write them down and because. Then- and then I, I like, even bro there's so many good songs I just can't I, well, I know so then I wrote down like my favorite favorites and then I put stars next to the ones that I was like this is the one that slaps no we need to talk about the first <laughs> the debut right? I was just you can't you EXO we just decided okay obviously we really like EXO okay so we got really excited, and Lacey didn't give me any rules, so I was like, I'm going to do my whole idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, so, yeah, we're here to talk about EXO today. <laughs> the throwback, the throwback central to now. I don't know. You you got to come up with a name. You did K-pop catch-up, and I thought that was cool. So, Oh, gosh, that's a lot of pressure. Okay, I'll mm. think of something. I'll think of something. Where are they now? I, I don't know. That's 
I mean, obviously they're relevant now. <laughs> but maybe it is where are they now? No, because we're not really no. talking about where are they now. We can't do this right now. Okay, so uh, <laughs> when Mama dropped, how did you feel when you first saw Mama? Did they debut when- with Mama or History? Is it? Oh, it was both. I think it was both. Oh, it was both. It I was a double. It was a double. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So out of the two, which one made you go like, what? This is like, I guess, I don't know. Which one did you prefer out of the two? I know which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Because honestly, I liked them when they debuted, but it wasn't like, a, oh, this left such an impact on me. It wasn't until they had their first comeback that I was like, dude, I'm in this. I'm ready. I'm so excited for this. And then there was also the whole fiasco of like, I had the date wrong. And SM was like, we're dropping the music video today. And then they didn't. And then I stayed up for it. And I was like, I'm not staying up for this again. This is dumb. I'm tired. It's crazy because I just wasn't in the EXO like that. but. Out of the two, I felt like Mama was like that was a that was a pivotal moment for K-pop groups having those elements in a storyline, <laughs> opening up to I don't know someone talking English about EXO like I don't know the world. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting to like open for a group. Yeah, because I, I remember think- people talking about like, is this a movie? Like, what's happening? Yeah, they they did have a really good like storyline built in. I think personally, though, for me, it was definitely history of the two, not like debut wise, but just that was the song that I liked more mm. than Mama. So I like, if Mama I more. if I were to have to choose one, it would be that Mama just goes off for me. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. <laughs> They all, they both, obviously, they're, like, both really good. But Mama just, I still play Mama. I mean, I play all of their songs. (laughs) I still listen to, like, everything that they have put out. Because, and that was, like, one of the things that stemmed this whole episode is when they had their comeback with Cream Soda recently, Lacey and I were just talking about how, like, timeless they are. Because they have such a distinct sound that you listen to them and you're like, this is EXO. Like, this is what they do. This is their this sound. This is it. This, this is, is it. This is it. Um, I just felt, I just feel like Mama was really impressive for me. Just in terms of whatever concept they were sticking to at the time. And it just seemed like, you know, when they put the K-pop groups together, it's thought out. But this was like in-depth and thorough to me. It was like a lot more intention with putting out this group, or at least with Mama, where I was like, this is supposed to be very impactful and a big deal. I didn't treat it like that back then. I was like, okay, well, everybody's obsessed with this group. I'm going to watch them, but I'm not... And that's how I felt when they debuted, too. Like, when you were like, which one did you like more? I was like, you know, I don't actually know. Because everyone was so excited for this group that I just was kind of, like, removed from it. I was just like, how are you guys so involved when they haven't even debuted yet? Like, how are you? It was like that going forever. (laughs) Yes. But I was just like, how are you going so crazy over this group when you Mm -hmm. don't know, like, what their music style is? You've seen the members' faces, but you don't know their personalities. Like, I just didn't understand that. So I don't really have, like, an impression. Like, when they debuted, I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. But it wasn't something that left such a, like, lasting impression that I was like, okay. But it was the same. Mm Mm-hmm. I was never. Well, it wasn't. I guess, since we're, since, I guess since we're talking about it, did you ha- do you have a biased 
who was your bias then and who was your bias now? Oh, my bias. Oh, actually, my bias did change. Holy cow. Um, <laughs> let me think. Okay, well, while she's thinking, because <laughs> I was surprised I didn't have one. But I can tell you who I felt like I was more attracted towards. Why? I don't know. It's obviously Kai. Something about him. That's- I think it was, I think, no, it was everything about Kai. He is such a great dancer that... I don't know. My eyes always went towards Kai in any of those mm-hmm. performance videos or just like the music videos that they put out. Yeah. I never really had a bias because I just wasn't super in EXO like that. Um, the Chinese versions did go off is what I could say. Yeah, no, that is one thing. And that's why I think that SM kind of slipped up with their and like they do so well with coming up with concepts even if you look at like nct for example Mm -hmm. they do so well at coming up with concepts but they don't do very well at following through with the concepts because exo and their whole like exoplanet and like the powers that was such a cool and new thing especially to start like the next generation of k-pop with Mm -hmm. and then sm just kind of was like wow they've got so popular like we just need to keep going and i think they were just riding out the popularity and they kind of forgot about the concept that they had with this group i mean granted i feel like (laughs) our concept's kind of corny now i mean yeah it is corny now but it would have been nice to see them go with it for a while and then yeah and then as they get older mature out of it or like use it more subtly like and hyphen with their yeah. vampire thing, it's not always very obvious that they're vampires. It's v- much more subtle. Like they could have gone a more subtle route as the members got older, but now it's too like to backtrack to that. Like now yeah. it is really corny. It was a time. It was. It would have been we good. Had um, elemental elements with groups and aliens from another planet. Wild <laughs> times. Wow, wow times. So they were wild times. Um backtracking though i will definitely say for both mama and history i did like the chinese versions better so i remember not really having like an impression of the group when they debuted i liked history more but for both of the songs exo m i was definitely leaning towards exo m more and i'm kind of sad that sm kind of let the messes that happened happen with that because Mm -hmm. there were there was a lot of potential to have the thing is that group the way it was at least internationally everybody really liked xom yes i mean i don't think it was it was a lot of discussion topics on which track was better but i always saw m being xom being like it that girl yeah. so a lot of chaos happened with and then a XOM. lot of the members <laughs> too were a lot more popular because like as much as He's removed now. You did have Chris. He was an English-speaking member. And so that drew in a lot of fans that at that time during K-pop, we were still very limited on like Mm -hmm. what we had access to, where we had access to it, how much subtitles were released in comparison to now where fans are kind of spoiled. You get subtitles within like two days of a video coming out. Like We didn't have that. People that just speak English. Just speak English and Japanese and... And you didn't have that. And so having him in the group and Mm -hmm. being able to translate what his members were saying, both Korean, Chinese and English, like it was it was a very big draw. Like they were an international group for that time period. Mm -hmm. Um, So my biases, though, going back, 
I liked XOM a lot. I started with Tao as my bias now that I'm like thinking about it. And then for XOK, it was actually Chen. And then I, in 2013, saw Chanyol do a cover of Dang Dang Dang. And I was like, memorizes the year. No, I looked it up. I was like, (laughs) I remember Chanyol causing me issues because of one certain thing. And I looked it up and it was 2013. Chanyol did a cover of Dang 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 with Kai on a radio show. And I was like, goodbye. I'm trying to bias now. (laughs) That was it. That was so. And my bias is Chanyol still. So that was that. (laughs) I had time to think about it while we were talking. I guess I don't really have a bias. Like, I just, like, Baekhyun is, like, the one I think of because, I mean, he's amazing. So, <laughs> the, album, the songs he's put out were, like, amazing. So, that's the only one where I'm just, like, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Kai, Kai's been doing what he has to do and, unfortunately, had to go to the military. So, it was messed up. I don't it know. was. I can't, this is such an unfair question. Was there a video that that made you start paying attention to them? Call me baby. Mm. When that music video dropped, that's when cuz I was like a casual fan prior and like I definitely their album XOXO with Wolf being released. That has some of my favorite songs like Black Pearl <laughs> and Heart Attack. And so like that's when I kind of like I said that was their first comeback and so that's when I was really like as weird as Wolf was that was the album that I was like oh I actually like their music like this is this is good but I think when I really like became a fan and really started to learn like the members it was definitely during Call Me Baby Call Me Baby is such a good one it is that one ca- caught my eye a lot too it was a tie for me. And then obviously, like, the radio show where I told you my bias switched to Chanyol. Um, mm-hmm. That's when I... Like, that. that is just an older rap song that has a lot to it where it's, like, sometimes some covers don't quite match up to the original. And Chanyol did such a good song good job live that I think that was also a turning point for me to like really pay attention Mm. to them in the fact that like oh like they're actually pretty talented especially at that era of k-pop because that's the early time in k-pop where a lot of people were going back and forth about like idol rappers versus real rappers and like all that there was that drama and so you would look at a k-pop group and be like oh a rapper like they probably actually can't rap and then Chanyol did that on a radio show and I was like he might not be the most perfect rapper but he has like the potential (laughs) that was like like he's not an underground rapper but he's got the potential so Mm -hmm. But yeah, for me, it was Call Me Baby. I just really liked that whole music video. I liked that whole sound, the styling. They all just looked really good. And of course, it was catchy. Like, that song was everywhere. And the dance was catchy. Yeah, Call Me Baby caught my eye, too. Like, that one was where I was like, y'all are all very attractive. Like, whoa, crazy. <laughs> you guys could dance really well. And and another one was Overdose. Overdose is good. Like, Overdose. Musically, it just went off. Yeah. Like, it was so, it's just so good really really good song but call me baby that's when they were harmonizing like they had and i bills and i was listening and i love the way the music video was kind of shot in the one shot one tape Mm -hmm. where it was like one of them would like smack the camera and the camera would turn to another member like that Mm -hmm. was just the composition people talking about that too composition of the video was shot in one shot (laughs) it was they did it i think that was the one they 
Maybe I don't know if it was actually shot in one shot, but no, it, I mean, it looking obviously looking edited it now, like that. They definitely edited. <laughs> it's edited like that, and it looks cool. Yeah, that- and I think I think another reason that I really like Call Me Baby is because at this time they, I think this is when they stopped caring about Exo K versus Exo M, and so like Tal was in the video, and like the M members were in the video, and it wasn't like there's a Chinese version of this and a, a Korean version of this. It was just all meshed together because mm-hmm. I remember being really excited that Tal and Chanyul were in one music video. I don't know why they did like that. It <laughs> was so stressful for us <laughs> <laughs> having to try to support both. <laughs> like, why don't you just put them all in one video? But it makes sense why you did that because yeah. of all the mess up. Just so, just just do one video but two different languages, and then just call it XOM and XOK. <laughs> <laughs> you know there is one where i was listening to their stuff i was listening to all the stuff exo made in another and when i forgot about was obsession Obsession's really good and i forgot i forgot about obsession like completely until i started playing it i was like oh this one was like so oh good. another one that i really liked growl growl is good that yes Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is one that just gets stuck in your head they exo was a group where you know girls generation did it too where you had dances where you could kind of like do it with do it yeah exo had a lot of memorable dances where i don't yeah. know if you could do all of that but if you would name a song you could remember yeah exactly or at least like happened. part of it udon is definitely that mm-hmm. i <sighs> Actually, now that I think about it, I wonder if it was Growl or if it was Call Me Baby where I was like, hmm. Because now now that I'm actually like sitting here mulling over it, Growl is a very like nostalgic reminiscent song. Like I can literally just close my eyes and be like, ah, that's what I was doing the summer that this released. I felt like that was both Growl and Call Me Baby. I just feel like EXO as a whole was very memorable for me growing up because I could do that too I can remember I can remember a song or a comeback that happened with them and be like mm-hmm. oh I know what was happening during this time yes same. Come, not super clear but no for me for growl it's like man just take me back in time because I know exactly what I was doing like and it, it's all like good memories for growl like that summer was so much fun and so chaotic <laughs> a lot of good stuff was happening during I mean, EXO's still very popular, but like the popularity of how and twenty thirteen they were with EXO, like during that and twenty thirteen K pop, that was twenty thirteen. That was that, was, that just... was when everybody was waking up, like we need to have a group like EXO. What are we gonna do? <laughs> and they just, and it was like groups after groups, and you had a lot of other really good groups, and it was just it was nice. It was nice to. Have a selection of so many different options. <laughs> <laughs> and you still have options now, but it just felt, I guess it just, it's just very nostalgic for me because yeah. we were obviously younger then. So yeah, that's all we had. It's all we had. <laughs> Discovering a new group every day. New group coming out every day. That's what it felt like. <laughs> um, then versus now, would you like to do 
Hmm. How do hmm. we want to break this? How do I want to break this up? I can ask a whole bunch of questions. <laughs> what is an EXO song that you would recommend someone that has not listened to K-pop before? That has not listened or have to- or hasn't even listened to EXO. Ooh, wait, give me a second. <laughs> give me a what second. song would you recommend someone that has not listened to EXO? <laughs> listeners, let us listeners know. Well. Yeah, let's let us know while I go to my playlist really quick and compare two songs. <laughs> if someone was like, "Oh, I've never heard of that group before. What song do you recommend?" I'm going to my playlist too. Mm, so many hits. I mean, <sighs> the Eve is so so debatable, so debatable. But is that something I would recommend? Are we? Just doing title songs or... We're doing any song. Anything? Okay. I can't narrow it down to one, but I could give you two. No, you have to pick one because my next question is a top three. Oh, well, that one's easy. I have stars next to <laughs> Um <laughs> Dang, wait. Okay, let me listen to this again. <laughs> one of my playlists, to be sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure anymore. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. sure either. Spotify needs to be better with telling me the things I have from an artist or group. If I could just search their name. Okay, I'm going to choose Lady Luck. Lady Luck? Yeah. Mm. I went through and I went back and forth a couple times from their second full album, Exodus. I'm going to choose Lady Luck. Just because, especially if I'm recommending it to someone who's like doesn't know what K-pop is and has no like experience with the different kinds of genres and sounds that k-pop has i think lady luck is a very safe option just because it sounds and like exo's really famous for this so you could probably just show them any song but it's very like 2000s r&b sounding like old older american music not older american but like the stuff that we listen to as a kid Mm. Okay. And it's a mix of being like upbeat, but also showcasing their vocals really well. And so I would choose Lady Luck. Good choice. <laughs> I have to think about mine. My goal every time when someone says they haven't listened to K-pop or the people I t- when I'm talking to them, I'm like, mm, what is a song that will trick them into thinking of <laughs> not realizing like this is K-pop? Yeah. Uh, that's my goal. I don't really want to trick them so much as give people something like familiar. And I think and that's what I mean. Luck, like, I think Lady Luck has a familiar sound that, like, when I listen to this song, sometimes I think of like middle school when I was in sixth and seventh grade mm-hmm. and what I was listening to then. Every time I play something, someone's always like, I didn't even realize this was K pop until I was actually listening. <laughs> and that's what I like. <laughs> Um, with EXO though, they just do such a good job with R and B. They do. So I, I don't know. The, the nice, is, like I'm not, I'm not playing there. Mm, it's hard. <laughs> You're the one that asked the question. I don't know. I kind of. Uh, okay, so a part of me is like obviously the Eve because that is such a good. It's such a good song for. It just harmonizes so well, and the beat is there for me with the eve and it it's just not where you expect the song to go in the beginning either yeah so i think that's like a nice little surprise that k-pop has in particular where you never know where the song is gonna go sometimes uh it could start off with you being like i don't know if it's gonna be my thing and then you're halfway through the song you're like this is amazing so that's why i really enjoy the eve yeah so that would be my pick uh i think in terms of vocals i don't know 
it's either vocals or like do you want to listen to something very k-poppy see that's why i asked if i could give two and you were like no No, i just like the eve the eve is like (laughs) this this is it this is it i would give them the eve yeah i'd give them the eve Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm looking one more time but yeah so the next question is what are your top three favorite exo songs what are your top growl exodus and damage Ooh, she knew y'all i told you i had a list i was like (laughs) i was like okay so when i went through this too it was just so fun to do like a throwback and listen to like everything since debut and be like dang i remember how much i love this song oh but this one's even better and it came out after like it just heightened like every single comeback and album got better than the last and so it was just really fun to go through and i think the only two songs that are damage and exodus on the same album i don't think so i think they're all on different albums yeah they're all on different albums too so it just shows like through the eras they've gotten or they they've not well they've gotten better but they've all also kept like mm. what they're good at okay I have others too, but those are obviously. I had, had, (laughs) if I had to narrow them down, those are the ones that have. There's four that have three stars, but the other one, I'm kind of like, it's like three and a half, maybe, (laughs) or two and a half. Uh, EXO is so good, man. So (laughs) my top three, I'm surprised. Am I surprised? No. This this is number one because it's just been there, like from the beginning to now and i've been playing it from the beginning to now uh the first one is thunder yeah you you always talk about that song whenever we talk about eggs oh my god (laughs) (laughs) who made it i want to eat it it in my veins thunder is like i just i mean i really be eating up harmonizations and it's just (laughs) all up in that song it's so good and it showcases their vocals so well i'm never tired of thunder ever <laughs> my second one oh, it is growl like growl is really good growl is just so something is that's the you, you were, <laughs> for thunder you were like let me eat this and put it in my veins i feel like even though exodus and damage are like really like mm. two of my favorite songs i think <laughs> growl is the one that i want to like inject into my veins and a lot of it goes back to like in the previous episode when we were choosing what what episode was it where we were choosing oh most nostalgic like k-pop songs it just has to do with the fact that it's like a nostalgic song for me and that was a year where my life like started to kind of turn around Mm -hmm. and so there are just so many happy memories attached with growl that and like a lot of them have like you involved in them and like the role playing that we used to do like it was just a fun summer that this song came out it was a fun year for k-pop there was so much happening and it was just a song that blew up in popularity and it was everywhere and it wasn't one of those songs that you got tired of hearing that's how good it was i mean not at all <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is just how and like that i could listen to it now and be like this is just or whenever somebody does a cover of it now in 2023 and i'm like yes like <laughs> 10 years later actually (laughs) actually we are recording on sunday july 30th and this growl came out on july 31st 2013 so it'll be the 10 year anniversary after this 
episode oh, uploads. Wow. So happy anniversary to Growl Exo because wow. this this episode will go up on Tuesday. So happy anniversary! Happy Exo. anniversary! It's been ten years <laughs> since Growl came out. Oh my god! This That's this episode was meant to be. <laughs> That's it wild. Was, it was though. just in the air. It was just the energy uh, was there. That's wild though. Ten years ago, I was nineteen. Holy cow! <laughs> the concept of time is wild. I was actually probably eighteen since I'm an October baby. Concept of time is wild though. Okay, thunder growl. I hate bringing up tracks that are like <laughs> that were music videos. <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating. You know, no, that's cheating. I can't do anything recent. It's not cheating. Oh, I got it. The third one is Moonlight. Okay. Yeah. And you actually talked about that last one of I my did? last episodes. Well, it's, it's stuck. It, ma- it matches up. <laughs> it matches up. Moonlight. I can't give someone a Moonlight track and be like, this is K-pop. Because it's hit <laughs> or You can't give someone Moonlight and expect them to just like the song. But that's, Moonlight is a song where I'm like, R&B, yes, absolutely and no one will ever forget that stage performance was that the one with the mirrors uh i would have to look it up i think they did that with mirrors and people lost their minds but moonlight is such a mm-mm-mm. if you put that on the r&b playlist it was like baby making songs i feel like, baby like making songs. There. it's it's giving the energy of that but <laughs> <laughs> i love i love moonlight uh overdose was the second like that's such a good album very great album. Overdose was a good album. What? That, that one. Open that up. I See think, what else is in there. <laughs> I think yeah. if I had to choose, though, for me personally, my two like top two albums, full-on albums, would be Exo, Exo, and then Exodus. I mean, mine has to be Overdose because half of that. that ha- yeah, that has all of your songs <laughs> that you like on it. So I can't pick another. <laughs> uh, even like, what was the other one? The other slow song. What is love? Oh, yes. I also, really Baby Don't Cry is one of the earlier ones that I'm like emotionally attached to. I And you know how much I hate slow songs. And I love <laughs> Baby Don't Cry so much. Thing that, is... that was like a turning point for me for old <sighs> or like for slow songs and K-pop. I feel like Baby Don't Cry was the turning point. I was like, if you're not matching Exo's tempo in Baby Don't Cry, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> Like, this is what I expect from a slow song. I think out of all, well, EXO can do ballads, obviously, and they have done ballads. But I felt like, or I feel like EXO in general, when they do their slow songs, it's heavily influenced by R&B. And that's why I've never, that's why I like a lot of their slow tempo songs yeah and that that is one thing that i really mean when i say like exo is so timeless and consistent with what they put out is they they clearly have like their voice their color their sound that they do with their music but it's also like you said heavily r&b influenced that it's just a sound that feels familiar listening to it and mm-hmm. so it's so easy to like the music that they put out because it's just like I can even if I don't like a certain song, I can still listen to it all the way through because it's like the album just melds together so well mm-hmm. because it's such a familiar sound in every single track. And then on top of that, they just do they do R and B so well. Like and they have the They have such a sound. strong 
it's not a concept. They just have such a strong grasp on their sound that it's it's just them. They've really made the sound their own throughout yes. the years. I agree. And I think that's a huge feat when you've been in the music game for so long to be able to have to be able to have people listen to a track and be like, Yeah, this is an EXO track. Like this yeah. is Yeah, without even having to look at at to see if it's yeah, to you see just if it's hear it, you just like know. you won. You won. <laughs> when you're able to do that, you won. So, uh, you know, we've gone down memory lane. I have a question, though, since we were talking <gasps> about favorite What's songs the and then song to recommend. And then we kind of did favorite album. Um, I don't usually listen to Japanese tracks for K-pop groups a whole lot. I'm starting to get better at it. But do you have any favorite Japanese tracks? By I think so. I can't name them off the top of my head. Did they do any Japanese tracks where I was like, this is amazing? Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. But I real I what I can say is that they did that Christmas album forever ago. And yeah. I was very impressed by the Christmas album. So I have I can't remember a Japanese song EXO has released where I'm like, obviously that one. Cause I can remember some groups where I'm like, I can look up a Japanese title or yeah. release. That's fair though. You could just say favorite other album or song so you're like the christmas that christmas one was like impressive because i felt like that was an r&b album but (laughs) it was literally christmas themed and i felt i don't usually like i don't like christmas idols do especially when k-pop idols do like christmas themed things but i will say that that exo christmas album that was actually really good that one was I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird. It's so weird to listen to it in the middle of July. Like, just <laughs> on a random August day, I'm listening to Miracles in December. And miracles in December. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where I just really, that one really impressed me because... I don't, I like listening to Christmas music during Christmas time, but I think you have a special talent when you can play a song that is Christmas based in a different month. And that was it. It made me think of, uh, oh my gosh, New Edition. I think they did a Christmas album and I felt, I mean, it's New Edition. So it was heavily R&B based where I was like, yeah, yeah. it feel weird. It did. It does feel weird. But with EXO, I'm like, yeah, I can get past nice. it because your vocals sound so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, we'll just do favorite other album, like whether mm-hmm. it be like. I think it's ironic album, because I always pick tracks that are or, Japanese. And you're like, you can't do that. Yes. Like, that's why I was like, what? Huh. Um, but like for future future episodes, too. I would definitely like, have to note it. That's a good favorite, question. Favorite other. So it could be like special album it can be a ost like anything but i will go back since i did ask originally japanese i actually really liked electric kiss mm-hmm. and that right now <laughs> that was you'll listen to it and you'll be like yeah that's a reina song it was on their japanese album countdown and i actually have three songs on that album that i favorited which means that i like really liked them to the point that i didn't want to forget that i liked them so that way if i ever scroll through my k-pop that released in this year playlist i can see like the hearts mm-hmm. Electric Kiss, though, I've mentioned it very early on in some of our 
K-pop episodes where I have like a playlist for writing muse when I want to write. And this was one of those songs where I was like, this is so hype. I've got all the energy. I'm going to write a fight scene. Like this is so cool. (laughs) Like it was that kind of song. Mm -hmm. But it also had the R&B like sexiness to it that EXO does really well. And so I just, I don't listen to a lot of Japanese songs for K-pop groups. And it's not anything. I mean, J-pop, K-pop groups that put out Japanese like, okay, singles okay. or albums. I don't listen because I listen to J-pop, but I don't listen to it when like K-pop idols put out Japanese mm-hmm. albums. And it's more just the fact that it's not that I don't like it. It's just there for a lot of these groups. There's so much content to keep up with already. Mm-hmm. I don't want to add Japanese promotions and Japanese merchandise on top of that. And like the photo <laughs> cards for Japanese albums that are a lot harder to get because there's literally only like one site to buy from. I just don't want to add the stress of that on top of it. And so, so I think tend, about that. I'm I tend like, yeah. yeah for the music, but I tend not to like listen to the Japanese songs. But EXO is EXO. And I think during this time, I think this is when they had like a hiatus and then military enlistments were starting to be spoken about and so I think mm-hmm. this is why I was like this might be one of the last things I get from them for a while <laughs> I those are Japanese tracks I just think it's funny that I always get them and I don't even the thing is is that I'll get them and I'll mention them and I don't realize that it's Japanese until you say it because <laughs> I listen to k-pop and I watch anime all the time that sometimes it just it's not registering to me where I'm like yeah. The only thing that registered is like, this is a different language that you don't know a lot about. So, (laughs) (laughs) but whenever it just happens, okay, I never like go out and look for the Japanese version. I'm I'm usually just like, oh my God, they put something else out and I click it and I watched it. And that was my, that was my life story in the K-pop world. (laughs) It's something about those Japanese tracks that just go off too. Like the thing is, and I think it's funny. I've never whenever a group puts out a Japanese title track or music video or anything why is it so good it's never (laughs) it's never like I've never listened to one and be like "Mm, it was okay like they didn't have to do this promotion it's always good why is it always why is it always good so that was good I I added the album I'm gonna listen to it I I think you'll like it it's I I I could just listen to all (laughs) of their stuff I've been doing that. I've been going through all their albums since we mentioned doing an episode like this, but um, the Japanese ones haven't touched yet. So back to the question of then and now, how do you feel about EXO currently with their most recent things they've been putting out? Like their most recent album in general or just album and like music video, not necessarily outside of music, but you know, the latest tracks they've been doing as a group. I loved their new album. And it's really funny because we did a monthly review and we kind of went back and forth on whether we were going to include some of EXO's slower pre-release single songs for this album on the monthly review. And I was like, I couldn't do it. Like the songs were too slow. I listened. You listened (laughs) to it again? I listened to Exist from start to finish. (laughs) And I didn't even realize that I listened to the slow songs. Period. <laughs> Period. Like, Period. I, <laughs> I didn't register that they were the same songs. I definitely, Cream Soda is definitely, like, my favorite. And I'm usually more Cream Soda I, is, like, the song where you're like, okay, this is, this is the track. This I, is the track. I, I don't know. Like, I don't. 
usually like title songs a whole lot. That's not like, I like title songs, but I usually find my favorite song in the B-side tracks. No, Cream Soda was just the perfect mix of like all of the years of EXO since debut put into one song mm-hmm. that's like brand new. It's mature. They they were just their age. They were sexy. They were EXO. It was perfect. And like, I couldn't even tell you, I'd have to go back and listen again because mm-hmm. I can't even tell you like what B-side. I didn't favorite any of the B-sides but I do think I put some on. No, I understand exactly what you mean because I haven't listened oh, to that album enough to just, be like... Just kidding. The whole album is on my 2023 K-pop playlist, so... <laughs> no, but I was saying, like, you know how you, you listen to an album enough where you're like, okay, now I can pick out the ones that mm-hmm. I'm repeating. Yeah. I haven't been able to do that yet, but I can also say that album is good. The album is really Cause good. Because I've listened to it. I do need to listen to it again, but I, at no point was I like, I don't like it. Yeah, no. And that's <laughs> the same thing. And it was so, like, I waited until this episode to tell you what happened with the slow songs, too, because I knew you would be like, well. Did let, you, did let me in, grow on you. You know, I can't even, like, tell you for sure, because I was the one to, where you're like, I don't like it. I know. And, like, I can't tell you for sure, because I, I have to listen to the album again. I There were none of the B-sides that immediately I was like, oh, I'm favoriting this. I love this song. None of them struck me in that way. But the album was so cohesive and so well put together that I listened from start to finish. And like I said, I didn't even realize that I was listening to Let Me In. Like when I went back and looked at the names of the songs, I was like, which one was the one that I didn't like again? That was like the pre-release because I can't remember for the life of me. I loved the whole album. It's a good album. And and I went back to look, like I said, I was like, oh, I could tell you what songs I liked from it, even if they weren't favorited Mm -hmm. on my 2023 K-pop list. The whole freaking album is on the playlist. So I can't even tell you. Like the (laughs) whole album is there i can't even tell you which ones i have to just listen to again either but (laughs) obviously cream soda and let me in are on my playlist i haven't added any other tracks but Mm -hmm. i do have the album like i'm listening to the album i i haven't taken it off but the thing is, is i can't even pick between the two of those tracks because they're so different and they showcase their voices in different ways to where I can't pick between the two. It just depends on my mood for the day. And even then, like Cream Soda, I'm listening to midday and then Let Me In, I'm winding down on my day and I'm listening to that that track. Yeah. I said it before, EXO does a really great job with their R&B tracks or their slow tracks. Typically, it's always influenced with some type of R&B majority of the time. And let me in is such a vibe. And see, cream soda is the vibe uh, for me. But like I said, clearly let me in grew on me because I literally went through that whole album. I'm so glad it grew on you, even if it was just a little. I could not be bothered to look up on YouTube what song it was. Like I just stared at the album and I was like, I don't remember. I well, I just stared at the album, like staring at the the names of the songs, and I was like, I don't remember the name of the song that I didn't like. I guess I like them all now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, uh, if you can't tell, EXO is filled with talent. Like vocally, so much talent in that group. I I do feel like it's debatable, but EXO is a group where you can hear each member and you know who it is. That's how different their vocals are. And I do feel like that was part of the reason why they're so huge when they first came out too. Like you had so many different vocals like it was insane 
like chin out here just the notes wild <laughs> just casual everybody just casual with their vocals and it's so good the raps were so good you know who exactly was rapping it didn't i don't know they just did a really great job picking out such amazing talent and i can hear them sing they can sing rock my baby and i'd be like that is the best <laughs> song i've ever heard in my life <laughs> so i hearing cream soda and watching it i was very happy because i felt like nothing changed and i didn't feel like i didn't feel let down in a sense of you know here goes another amazing group and all this potential and you don't even put the effort like you should be putting into a group i didn't feel that way when i watched cream soda or let me in or even just with the album in general yeah uh, and I've said it before that I do feel like that with a lot of groups that have that are big and notable groups that I don't feel like are treated right or have the they don't get the right amount of attention I feel like they deserve. And EXO was a group where I was like, I have no idea <laughs> this is going to go based off all the stuff they've been through. But EXO is still EXO. Yeah, EXO. And that was one thing when listening to Cream Soda, I think we were texting each other just like freaking out because it was just one of those things where they haven't changed. Like as soon as the song started, I, I texted Lacey and I was like, this is it. Like this is the best song ever. Like I'm so down <laughs> I for my breath. I waited till the and I was like, yes. <laughs> definitely nope exo. it only it only took me like the first three minutes and i was like exo stamp of approval <laughs> i mean who i just you really got me out here th- screaming or singing about cream soda <laughs> a drink whatever it's my favorite it's one of my favorite drinks so i just didn't think you could sing it yeah, like you could sing about it <laughs> who knew cream soda was so appealing to sing about <laughs> And it's funny because anyone that doesn't listen to K-pop, they're gonna be like, "What in the world <laughs> is this is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> so I think that'll do it. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we got enough of our EXO feelings out. <laughs> so fun! I love it. <laughs> I can't wait for the next group. Yes, we don't know who it's gonna be yet, but we'll see. Let us know too, though, listeners. You. Your top three favorite song, what your top album is, and if you had to recommend a song to a non-K-pop listener, what EXO song would you choose? Mm-hmm. Am I? I'll see if I can make them into a poll on Spotify. Maybe that'll get people to. Oh, that'd be cool. Answer the questions, but you guys should tell us what you think as yeah, well. Yeah, let us know what song you're just like. This is it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen to it. <laughs> I want to listen to the song that makes you feel that way. Yep. And we'll definitely, it's EXO, so we'll like definitely go back and be like, oh man, you said this song? I need to listen to that right now. (laughs) Period. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't say it. That's how (laughs) Yes. But yeah, that was our EXO then and now. Happy anniversary to Growl. And as always, thank you for listening. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. and Tell us your favorite EXO songs. We'll see you next Uh, time. See you next time. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>